and welcome to the Salty Boys Podcast. Deep lore with Captain Fargus. The Salty Boys Podcast. Salty Boys Podcast. Salty Boys. The Salty Boys Podcast. This ain't the Salty Boys Podcast. This is deep lore with the Salty Boys. Mm. So deep. How deep is it? Real deep. Uh, it's so deep. We're gonna pitch shift our voices down like. <laughs> what was that? Three to four octaves. That was me. Oh. Um. I yeah. Mean, ready whenever, Master Engineer. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Shit. Oh, fuck! <laughs> well, cool. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, so, day breaks. Uh, an early day in Saltmarsh uh, some years ago. Uh, a father wakes up his son to take him to the docks to participate in a wayfinding with Fargus, a, uh, a service that the captain has offered in, uh, in hopes of garnering a bit more coin, a bit more reputation. Um, we'll start there, uh, father and son walking down the docks, uh, during a sunrise. Captain waits on his boat. Uh, what's he doing? I imagine the captain's starting, you know, untying it from the dock, you know, hoisting the sails, just, you know, making, just doing some routine checkup on the old girl. Hey, old captain, mind if, uh, my boy and me come aboard? Ah, I wouldn't have it any other way. Hop aboard, hop aboard. And uh, he, he does. Uh, it, allow me to introduce my son, Daffron Keen. He kind of like nervously shifts. I was like, "Hi, I'm Daffron," and he's. I mean, I think he's about maybe like fourteen, fifteen at the time. In elf years, barely, barely a whelpling. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Captain uh, Captain Fargus. Uh, I saw your flyer and thought I'd come out and see what you have to offer. And he uh, he gives you a wink. All right. Well, there's always a room aboard. The uh, remind us what the name of the ship is called again. The Chewed Mast. There's always a room aboard the Chewed Mast here. So the Chewed Mast is a it's a small boat. Um, where do we start with this? So in Saltmarsh these days, uh, it kind of before our time. Uh, before we go back i've totally fucked this up already so there's not a lot of boats in salt marsh in present day so i think these years back maybe some more like small boat owners are were more common uh so i think quinn keen your father daffron uh was able to get a small boat on a loan for uh, for not much um or for you know very little uh, like monthly payments, basically. Basically, fisherman's salary. Yeah. So with this, uh, Quinn has has decided he wants to make a little more money around the house. So uh, between your mother and uh, your brothers and sisters, uh, tells you, you know, that today you were going out to to learn a, a new way on the ocean, uh, a way to make a little more money. Uh, and he held up a flyer that said "Wayfinding with Captain Flint Fargus." Which uh, how's the how's this flyer look? How heroic is the captain looking? Could we <laughs> roll flyer. for that? Yeah, that is a seventeen. Jesus. Yeah, very convincing. So this isn't your first customer. Um, in fact, maybe 
after the last big score, setting this up has been more successful than you anticipated. There's a lot of people in Saltmarsh who want to learn um, the, the smuggling arts. Flint outsourced for the flyers this time. <laughs> They're not written in crayon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very nice. <clears throat> so, um, well, Captain, what's the first lesson? First lesson is how to find north. And he kind of like... Uh, grabs a he uh, he kind of pulls a compass out of his pocket and kind of holds it up to him and goes you seen one of these before i and he like takes the compass and like crushes it in his hand <laughs> it's, just, it's like sprigs popping yeah. out first lesson of smuggling <laughs> no compasses it's like great now you've got to learn how to navigate without using one of these here doohickeys and he kind of throws oh. the remains out into the ocean <laughs> give me a give me a persuasion check or uh, or deception I don't know if this is true or this is a lie. Oh, no, man. We, uh, no, I this think is... this is a lie. <laughs> right? All right. Sure. Deception. <laughs> That's a seven. Yeah. Uh, Daffrin, your father looks looks at you with like a furrowed brow and uh, he gives a little elbow. He's like, right, right. I understand. Uh, you know, I, I'm, no, uh, I'm no young into the sea. I'm, I'm a fisherman by trade. So the captain kind of rolls his eyes and it's like, all right, all right. And he pulls out another compass. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of hands it off to little Daffrin mm-hmm. and goes, all right, you're going to have to chart our course here. And he kind of hands him the compass and goes, all right, go find the greatest spot to find me north on the on the ship here. So he's going to run off and kind of like go to probably towards the front of the ship because mm. he doesn't really know what to do. He, this is the first time on the ship. He's right. super excited. A little nervous, though, but uh, he feels comfortable in the, in the captain's hands. So he's going to try and look. He's like, uh, captain, captain, I think I found it. He's going to point. Has he found it? Oh, he's found it. All right. Captain, even though the elf is probably taller than the captain at this point, <laughs> he still finds a way to, like, pat him on the back. Yes. <laughs> All right, you're on your way to being a wayfinder yet there, me boy. Uh, Different Quinn, your father, comes behind you and kind of picks you up by, like, your, your armpits and uh, puts you back on the dock. He says, now run back home to your mother and uh, next time you'll be able to join me. He's going to look a little down, try. He's like, but I want to stay here. I know, but we don't have enough money. Uh, this time it'll just be me and the captain, and uh, we'll bring you on board next time, all right? Okay. He says, wait, before you go. And he reaches to his back pocket and pulls out a sugar necklace and hands it to you. And uh, says, and remember, give it to your little brother. He will uh, take the sugar necklace and kind of like downtroddenly like mm-hmm. walk past. Um, how Are we in like right, or like what's the dock? situation looks so like where it, we are it's quiet it's early even for like even for fisher fisherman standards fisher family standards um so really it's it's quiet there's a couple uh port authority dock workers um kind of standing around milling about but uh it's it's quiet uh and the waters are still today is there any way i can like as i'm walking off like try to stow away on the boat <laughs> I'd say no. It's a very small boat. Cool. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and run off. Yeah. Uh, as you run off, turn to see uh, the boat departing, and you see a sugar necklace uh, passed to the captain from your father, and that's the last time you saw Quinn Keen. Deep lore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is the first of our short uh, little uh, adventures, giving some background to our characters that will make appearances in Saltmarsh. Totally optional, totally non-mandatory, totally just all for fun. 
uh, but hopefully giving a little more depth to the characters that exist in our, our little Saltmarsh adventure. Thanks for joining us. All right, welcome to our second scene of Deep Lore. This one is going to be Big Nick and Captain Flint Fargus, Big Nick Wunderbar. Uh, so something we don't know about Big Nick so far is that he is actually a professionally trained musician. Uh, Indeed. However, it took some it took some elbow grease to get Big Nick to where he was, and uh, maybe we can explore that later. But for right now, we're going to jump to the point in time where Big Nick and Captain Flint Fargus have to say their goodbyes before Big Nick goes to the capital to continue his training. So it's a it's a rainy afternoon, uh, late July. Yeah, it's warm warm summer rains, uh, and a carriage waits outside for Big Nick. Um, the captain and Big a Nick are sharing rather their large carriage. carriage. Rather large, like an onion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a rather large carriage uh, waits for Big Nick, and um, it's the last drink. And Big Nick and the captain both stare at the bottom of empty tavern mugs. Jesus Christ, what's a dwarf got to do around here to get a free refill? Uh, I'd, uh, Big Nick had a lot to drink, so he's <laughs> kind of slurring words right now. Yeah. Captain, this is, I gotta tell you something, man. I appreciate you stealing all that money to help me go to school. Captain kind of like puts his whole hand on Wunderbar's mouth and goes, that's the alcohol talking. You haven't had quite enough there, laddie. And he kind of like looking around for this bartender that has like gone away. Yeah. Um, a barmaid comes up with a, a jug of uh, the small beer and pours in. Do you see the Royal Academy carriage out front? Wonder who that's for. That'd be for me. Going off to music school. Oh, Captain congratulations. Looks out, Captain looks outside and sees how big it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't think they made carriages that big. <laughs> it's pulled by five Clydesdales. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, the, uh, the, the driver is, like, covered in, like, a white oilskin coat with, like, golden trimmings. The carriage itself is, like, quite ornate. It's for the Royal Academy, after all. So. <sighs> with that, uh, you guys step outside. Big Nick, you're, you're close to the carriage, Captain. You're, about to send him off. Is there anything you have to say? Hey, uh, ogre. What's that? Learn me a couple of sea shanties while you're there, would ya? I'll I'm just, I'm, I may not be able to see the smell, the salt, and uh, feel the brine on me beard, but maybe hearing some shanties will bring back some memories. Well, I'll make sure that I do that just for you. And another thing, um, this is at a time when Big Nick did wear clothes other than pants. <laughs> yeah. So he's wearing a jacket, mm. and uh, he reaches into his jacket pocket mm. and pulls forth a stopwatch. And I present it to the captain, and I say, remember this? Is it still broken? Was it ever not? <laughs> <laughs> this was the old stopwatch that we used to use when we were kids, and we would race each other. Ah, yes. Those were the days. Do you remember, Captain, the second time we raced each other and you couldn't believe I beat you and you smashed it? Yes, you gotta keep bringing that one up. Well, I tell you what, and Big Nick reaches into the other side of his coat pocket and produces five gold coins and also hands it to the Captain. This is what's left over from what I needed to go to school, so I want you to fix this stopwatch at some point. 
and uh, you can use it again, but it's all yours. And with that, Big Nick grabs his bag of stuff and his instrument case and jumps in the carriage and nearly breaks the suspension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, with that, the, the carriage um, drives off into the, the curtain of rain, uh, leaving the captain. Um, and in that same sort of cinematic shot, uh, we see Nick uh, running back uh, in the rain. It's a few weeks later. He's uh, he's in the middle of hard training uh, at the Royal Academy. He's being run through the rain um, with his class. Uh, they cue, appear cue Rocky themes <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they they appear back in a, a meeting hall uh, where like towels await for them to kind of wipe off and uh, and get cleaned off. Um, so uh, they've arrived at, at this meeting hall and uh, it's time for a rehearsal. Uh, and we're going to cut to, to right towards the end of the rehearsal. Uh, it's a few bandmates that Big Nick has grown familiar with, uh, has vibed really well with. Uh, just good musicians in general. You, you guys are getting along well. Um, but the singer asks to pull Big Nick aside. Um, the singer's name is Scott Sonderland. Oh, I'm, excuse me, Sabi Sane. The, the, uh, she, uh, is a dwarven bard uh, with silver hair and amber eyes. It says, Big Nick, if you have a second. What can I do you for? Just uh, got a couple questions for why you're here. Sure. I mean, I mean, here at the Royal Academy. Words going around that uh, you don't come from money. So where'd you, uh, where'd you get it? Well, you know, it is, it is a new world after all. It's not like it used to be. Just because you're not from money doesn't mean you can't earn some. Right. I just, from an early age, I knew that I wanted to do something different. You know, I felt like higher education was my calling, and I saved up money with the help of one of my best friends to get here. That's right. Respectable, it is. That's how I got here, too. In fact, uh, there's more people than just you and me who think like that. So uh, I think I've got some friends for you to meet. Uh... Meet me at 6 p.m. under the clock tower. I've got some interesting information for you. All right. I'll see you at 6 p.m. And uh, we get a slow pan up to the rafters before our uh, our deep lore cut ends here. Do, 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 do. Okay. So we cut to a, a rainy clock tower. Um, Nick sort of crouch running to get uh, to shelter. Uh, you walk in and it's dark. There's no lights on. Um, but there's a single chair in the middle of the hall or in the middle of the floor. Is it a wicker chair that's had the wicker cut out of it? <laughs> no, no, not this that. is not a James Bond. Movie. Not a James Bond reference. <laughs> not yet. But is it a gladiator reference? It will be. Ah! <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, just a, a simple wooden chair, um, in the middle of this, uh, this floor at the bottom floor of the clock tower. There is a staircase that leads upwards. However, all right, well, Big Nick, with his uh, excellent orcish night vision, is going to scan the room. Yeah. What does Big Nick see besides the chair now that I'm in the door? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't look like much. All right, well, I'm going to walk towards the chair. Mm-hmm. As I approach the chair. There's, a, there's a note. It on says the, Nick. All right. Well, Big Nick opens the note. Uh, it's a blank note, and uh, your vision fades to black as a... a black bag is pulled over big nick's head uh you feel your body turned and like kind of slammed into the chair um you hear what sounds like sabby sane's voicing 
All right, we got him, boys. Internal service wins again. And uh, you hear a few other voices that must have been hiding behind the door. Um, before long, uh, you feel uh, a couple blows to your head, and uh, you see stars and things kind of go dark. Um, next, you awaken. You're not sure where you are. You feel like you've been turned around and moved quite a bit. Um, but the bag is pulled off of your head, and you see someone in blue robes. Um, or a thin elf. Um, and you see Sabi Sane in the corner with her arms crossed. It's, just, it's about time we brought that smuggler to justice. I think this is our key. The, the elf goes, really? This one? Are you sure? He's got the mind for it? It's like, It'll take, I swear. And uh, he goes, all right, we'll give it a shot. So the elf leans over and kind of kind of close to your face, not, not in a malicious way, just says, how do you know the captain, Captain Flint Fargus? I don't know who you're talking about. You don't know Captain Flint Fargus. Serial number eight two five seven. <laughs> hmm. Seems that it's taken. Well, I'd say you picked them out well, Sabby. And uh, he says, "I'll see you around, Big Nick." And uh, opens the door and leaves. Uh, Sabby Sane walks over and says, "How about me? You remember me, Big Nick?" Big Nick is just staring straight at this person. No response. Can't like you can see that there's there's um there's thought behind the eyes, but it's it's like it's like a computer stuck in a feedback loop. <laughs> it's like every time it tries to move on, it resets back. Mm. So she she produces a clipboard uh, with like a set of instructions, and uh, she begins to read them. Um, the first are a few incantations, followed by prime directive: discover incriminating evidence of Captain Flint Fargus. Uh, followed by, uh, do not inflict harm upon Captain Flint Fargus unless directed otherwise. Followed by, obviously, bring Captain Flint Fargus to justice. As defined by the internal service. Uh, and with that, um, I think we, we cut to like Big Nick's blank eyes, uh, set on this, uh, operating table. Um, and then the setting changes and he's back at the Royal Academy sitting in a music class sort of dozing off, <laughs> trying to pay attention, but clearly it's not working. Uh, uh, professor. Let's see. Professor Veda slams the table next to Big Nick. And what is the tritone, Big Nick? Uh, 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 the devil's interval? Wrong! <laughs> the tritone is the most perfect interval in this. <laughs> and, uh, he goes to a board where it's uh, advanced, uh, advanced <laughs> music pedagogy 504. <laughs> and uh, uh, on the board, uh, there's a name of each student, and he just puts a big F and circles it next to Big Nick's name. He's like, if you expect to succeed in this music course, you'd best pay attention. Big Nick sees the F, the way that it's written in the chalk, mm -hmm. and stares at it a little bit too long. Like, he recognizes it from something. Yeah. And then quickly that thought leaves his mind, and he looks over at his uh, dear friend, um, his his classmate in the music class, who is a clarinetist. Mm -hmm. um, we will call that one... I don't know. You got any names? Sure. I've got... Wulfa. W-U-L-F-A. W-U-L-F-A. Cool. Yeah. I look over at Wulfa and say, oh, I don't know what it is, but ever since, th ever since the, um, 
ever since that time that I partied with uh, the singer, uh, what was her name? Sabby. Sabby Sane. Ever since I partied with Sabby that one time, I just, I don't know, I just can't like stay awake in class, man. I, I'm going to have to, if, if you have time, I'd like to like do some catch-up study because I'm just not, something's off here. Yeah, of course. I'm not getting stuff. Uh, Volfa is a, a friendly, um, she's a friendly human, uh, clarinetist. Um, she says, yeah, of course, Bigna, anything you need. Uh, I'll help you out the best I can. So I'll see you after class and we'll, we'll coordinate how to, how to study. Um, she has kind of like a sad look in her eyes that maybe she knows more than she's letting on. With that, uh, we'll cut to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Big Nick's story. All right. Is that the end of Big Nick's adventure? I think so. All right. That's clip three. Uh, are you recording right now? Okay, cool. Um, Simmons, Simmons. Hey, hey, roll me over. Simmons. Hey, hey, guess what? I'm a pickle. I'm pickle crock. It's the Salty Boys. And... It's not bourbon. And edging! edging. edging.